in Spain. Hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, ahsan wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadet. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, Grand Rising, everybody, this is Jody Susan, Reverend Jody Susan Calhoun. And today we are talking about manifestation of a divine relationship, which is a perfect topic for me because that's what I'm doing. So um, we have Dr. Stephen Spencer. And he's going to share how to create an everlasting bond. And he explains how you don't get what you want, you get what you are, which I have a lot of questions about that. Um, so um, a little bit about Dr. Spencer. He's one of the only holistic naturopathic physicians um, in the area. So he practices out of Deerfield, Illinois and Deerfield Beach, Florida, um, who focuses on the person spiritually, emotionally, structurally, and biochemically. And his aim is restoring optimal balance and health through means of improving structure, diet, sleep, hormones, digestion, detoxification, emotional health, and exercise performance. Um, he is so much more than that. Um, and I uh, look forward to bringing him on now. And uh, here we go. Well, grand rising, Dr. Steven. Yeah, thank you for being here. Oh, well, I think you wrote it. <laughs> You know, I'm so excited when I have great people on the show and I feel like I know them, so everyone else should know them, and I forget to tell people who they are. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe we could do that. <laughs> Red light is awesome. It's healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Uh, that's why I'm wearing this. This So last night, uh, this is my bubble. And the bubble um, puts a uh, like a, a bubble around me um, of pulse electromagnetic frequencies. And it helps with the heart rate variability. And I don't have that all studied up on the HRV. 
Um, yet I have the, the documents, but I also just know how I feel. And when they, Nope, does not deal with the light spectrum, but I mean, I'm, but I think it does help with like the, the toxicity from our, from our lights, from our overhead. Yeah, because God knows mine is failing. So let's let's do it. I woke up this morning. My husband told me how I felt was all in my head. And I said, thank you. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> well, I mean, yes and no. So typically I would say that is correct. However, what happened was I went to bed and I woke up every hour for the first two hours. And I realized I wasn't wearing the bubble. And spirit said, go get your bubble on. So I put the bubble on and I slept right through. And he's telling me that's all in my head. So I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, he says that. Um, he, that's just fell. He says that how I felt with the bubble on is all in my head. Does it make, is it so, so do you, do you feel differently when those things are happening? Well, I mean, does a person who's in. Okay. And my, but the average person, which is not you. Right? How do does it impact them emotionally, does, or does it, or does it impact their sleep? Ah, so do you kind of have to know yourself in order to know whether or not? It Well, my, my point is that
Well, and you know that I just came out of a situation with 15 smart meters, but that's not the point. The point is, I think we have to honor the fact that people know how they feel. And you can't tell them they don't know how they feel. And it's all in their head. Right. Exactly. Because you can't find someone right. You cannot, if you cannot find someone right, they're not going to hear anything you're going to say. Bottom line. And I live with someone who spends his day finding, when he first meets anybody, he finds them wrong. You can't find people right. I am so grateful that I can be your case study this morning. I've never woken up out of bed and have my husband tell me what I was feeling was all in my head. And I'm like, really? Get out. He said, that, he says, maybe you're just making it all up. Well, so um, it made me feel like I was, and I know why I was triggered. Um, it made me feel like I was back in 1997 when I tore my ro right rotator cuff and the physical therapist said, the pain is all in your head. You should go see a psychiatrist. Read between the lines. <laughs> no one listens to me for sure. That's the program. I know that. to heal right thank you right Yeah, so
Well, I, I'm with you 150%. So the the issue I find in our relationship is that he, re, like, he, um, he, he's scared of being in B mode. It has to be in go mode. And so we'll go out. Like, we lost our electricity yesterday because some person didn't put the brakes on their truck. And we, our house is on an incline. So, and it had, an, within the truck, they had a tractor. And so <laughs> I'm on the phone sitting right where I'm sitting and watching this truck go backwards and then boom, all the lights go out. So there's kind of like an emergency, just saying, you know, cause you know, we've got live wires, we've got gas going all over the place, just saying. Um, and now I forget where I was going with that. But the point is that, you know, it, I looked at it as an opportunity to get to know my neighbors because we just moved here. And I'm like, oh, great opportunity to get to know my neighbors. And I think that some people find it very difficult to be present and just be with people if they don't have something to say. Like they then have to exit. Like they have to be in go mode, but they can't be in present B mode. Got it. Mind your own business, basically. Yeah, yeah, mind your own business. Let let them do what they want to do. Let them show up how they want to show up. Right. Mind people who don't matter. So let me ask you this. So if if you're in a relationship and that person, you are everything to that person, meaning they refuse to go out and make other friends, is that a lot of pressure on that on, on the other person who's having to field all of that? Well, I think that if a person has issues, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. But what I'm saying is like, and here I made the mistake. Okay. So it was back in 2000, I was best friends with a girl. And, um, since I was like 21 until I was 50. 
she was my best friend and she was my sounding board. So everything that was my issue went to her to the point, and this is my fault, my mistake, my lesson, and to the point where um, she couldn't handle it anymore. It was too much. Like she had, like you, it's like Jody, you got to find someone else to share with, like get a therapist, you know, get a friend, get someone else to share this stuff with, because you can't put all of this on me. So I think that when people don't have other resources to bounce their ideas off, it can be a lot of pressure on the mate or the best friend or whoever it is. Right, because when you it assumes, Dr. Stephen, that the person is willing to look at who they are and why they do what they do. Thank you. Right, right. Same here. Well, I mean, same here. I totally know why I do what I do because I can even access my subconscious mind even when I get triggered. And I access his and that triggers him. And he goes, well, you think you're God. And I'm like, no, I just access consciousness, you know. So I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> so there's a... Right? Yeah. So...
Thank right. Yeah. So hold on. So are you saying we shouldn't sweep things under the rug? Yeah. So, so his former relationship, this is hilarious. I can't believe I'm going to say this on air. So we're living in Barrington and the house is up for sale, right? And Andrew was uh, out of town taking care of his, his now his late father, his ailing father. He had like 10 days left to live. And the realtor calls and I have to get this 5,500 square foot house in order, right? Because <laughs> he's got a house showing. And I lift the rug. <laughs> There's like so much stuff under the rug. And I'm like, oh my God, this is indicative of your relationship with your former wife. Everything's under the rug. There's an accumulation. The rest of the stuff around the rug was perfectly clean. Just underneath. It really is. It was pristine. Right, it was like an inch. I'm not kidding. And it was thick and it was solid because whoever was doing this was pushing it on the rug and is collecting and then they're walking on the rug. So now it's solidifying. I know. And so I... I, I'm like with the, I'm like a vacuum cleaner can't bring this up because you know, it'll clog the vacuum cleaner at this point because it's own matter. It probably could have walked. I'm just saying. That is a kiss of death when you're not willing. I'm just going to tell you when, when a person is not willing to address their triggers and talk about it and they're just going to, it's the death of a relationship. It doesn't exist. So what about that Cinderella story? Yes, right? No, 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 no. It'll, it'll pause on flowering. Right. Right. So be the perennial flower 
You know, I mean, I, I just have to say that that is so profound. Um, and I want to come back to Vieta's uh, commentary in a minute, but be the perennial flower. That is so profound because you're right. It keeps on coming back. You can snip it and it'll have to pause, but it's going to like, like the candle, you can relight the candle and reignite your own flame and glow. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, exactly. Right. I mean, let's just pause on that for a moment. I want to explore that because I feel like um, there, like people just, I, I'm just going to go back to Cinderella. Like everyone grew up with this program belief system that, you know, <clears throat> women, uh, that some man's going to come and save you on that white horse. Right. And that you don't have to work and you don't have to do these things. And not only do you not have to work, but that he's just going to do everything for you. So there's a sense of entitlement, right? And there's a sense that someone else is going to do your life for you. And look, I'm using women as the example because of Cinderella, but it certainly can be reversed. And it's really not gender specific. It's, it's, I'm just using the story. Yeah. I'm just using the story that was created by Disney. Right. Mm-hmm.
Well, let's talk about that too. So I feel like, well, I know at least from experience and my experience is that like, I mean, I mean, like I'll just call myself on the carpet, right? So I took whatever 17, 19 medications for almost two decades and I skated through and I listened to the Western Medical Society and I uh, went with the status flow until I'm going to show you this. I'm sitting in my kitchen in Palatine, Illinois, and I have a cup this big. Actually, it was half this size. It was filled with water. And it takes two hands to get the cup of water to my mouth to drink it. Because I can't. can't move. Well, that's how painful my life had to be before I started questioning my doctor. So... If that's you, <laughs> if this resonates with you, start questioning the pain points, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, question it a lot earlier than I did. <laughs> you know, jump on that because <laughs> we don't have to wait until we can't move to question our doctors. Do you agree? I mean, if something's not working, if you're getting worse... You're going to have to pause. And I don't want to say meditation, like you don't have to be a great meditator, but you do have to take some time to think, and maybe you're not a good meditator, write about it. Get a journal. Start writing about all those thoughts that you have until it pops out what it is that's really going on for you. I don't know. What do you think? Puts it on paper. It's only part one. I'm with you. Right. I want to agree with you 150%. And I want to be clear, when I wrote in my journal, I would write about, it was reflection. Why do I feel the way that I feel? What's, what's, and I didn't use the words bringing it into my field, right? Not at that point in time. But why am I feeling this way? Or I'd write poetry about it, like to assess Mm-hmm. 
period. Or I can't do it without them. But, right. We all are. Well, what I read in this book, and I'll get it. We're going to go to commercial, and I'm going to get this book. It's about divine timing, right? So, like, I know that my husband is completely capable of making the shift and do it. Oh, absolutely. The issue is, and I'm just going to own this shit, so part of for my French people. Um, <laughs> he's showing up for me so I can release. Because think about what he said to me this morning. He basically told me that everything I was thinking was all in my head and make-believe, which is the exact thing. Oh, you know, words have changed a little bit. That that physical therapist said to me in 1997. So he showed up for me this morning so I can release that crap. Because obviously I was triggered by it. So, so, which means I can take it out of my there. I can take it out of my field. I can take it out of all timelines, all dimensions, erase it and get rid of the trigger. Well, I say put on the pause button. Right. 
Let me go to commercial real quick. So if you need like Zeus, if you need a cup of coffee, if you need, <laughs> go do that. Come back. We're going to run a couple commercials. We're going to, we're talking real and we're talking raw. Okay. All right. Let's do this. So the first one's going to be a radio commercial. So we'll still be here, but um, versus the video commercial. Here we go. This is Vieta. Be right back. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com, where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com, and I'm Viata. Okay, um, we are back. And I have uh, the book, A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Stephen. Um, are you familiar with this book? Really good book. And so uh, Dr. Wade Port had this in his office and uh, he has a couple copies. Uh, one that is like 30 years old and falling apart. <laughs> Not really 30 years old, but older. And so I bought it. And this is what I read April 23rd um, because it's a, it's a dated book. And this is what I realized that, yeah, we can manifest whatever we want and we can have these great relationships and we can grow them. But on April 23rd, it said, when the time is right. So I'm just going to read this real quick for people. So to everything, there is a reason, there is a season, a time to every purpose under heaven, uh, a I can't say it. Um, Ecclesiastes 3.1. And he says, Connor's dream was to build a water pipeline to irrigate parched terrain east of Perth, Australia. And after years of planning and labor, the aqueduct was constructed and throngs stood at the mouth of the huge conduit to see the first drops of liquid life. But when the valve was opened, 
Nothing appeared. The next day, O'Connor was found dead in his home. The failure of his dream was too much for him to live, to live with. Several days later, a trickle of water appeared at the mouth of the pipeline. And before long, water was gushing abundantly. The only thing that went wrong was his idea of when it was supposed to happen. You know, divine timing, right? The early Bible recorded in Greek uses two different words for our word time. Chronos is the biblical word for the, for the time of day, which we translate into hours, minutes, and seconds. And the other word, uh, kairos, means in nature's time or in due time. And there is a divine order to life and uh, timing is a part of it. So what they're saying is if you feel frustrated or disappointed over the lack of results on a project, which, you know, your marriage is a project, um, hang in there and have some patience. If your venture is a good one, you'll see the results. Perhaps not in Kronos, your idea of the right time, but in Kairos, the right time, the one appointed by spirit. It, it goes on. But what I want to say is that, and what I'm trying to articulate is that, and I'm guilty of this, that I I know that the people that I'm with are completely capable of doing what they we are setting out to do. And sometimes I get confused about my time and divine time. And I think that happens in a lot of relationships, quite frankly. Or if they if they shut down, they stonewall or they squirrel, right? So in other words, when the person you're speaking to takes your thought and twists it to go into another direction so they can do the same, that's a piece of crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they bring in another party. So my husband and I were married on 12, 12, 21, 333. Me, him, God. You know, me, him, God. Me, him, God. And so, you know, as long as those are the three people that are involved in our relationship, me, him, and God, I think things are fine. As soon as you start going outside of that and you want to bring in, well, this one did this, or what if you did that? It's like, I'm sorry? Because... I don't see God in that. And I, and, you know, so you have to stay centered in your 
um, in your relationship, be like you said, be 150% committed and, um, and know that the goal isn't to destroy the other person. The goal is to have self-healing. And so I think that we um, have an opportunity to help people shift their mindset about what is a confrontation? Is it to attack, harm, and, and hurt? Or is it to help and heal? And you have to choose that. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yeah. That's not love. Or the father. Yeah, so um, in 1989, I uh, started doing landmark education and I did the whole curriculum for living. And don't get me wrong, there are great things about landmark and there are things I didn't like. Well, there's some things I wasn't fond of, but I didn't make the whole program wrong, right? And so um, I just ignored those parts and, you know, honed in and fulfilled on the stuff that I loved. And so the greatest. Well, not the greatest. It was one of the greatest lessons I had with Landmark was we get to co-create our own life, not based upon our past or any program belief system, right? And so if you're married or in a relationship, whatever, you don't have to, like Stephen said, the man can go to work or the woman can go to work or whatever it is. You get to create what that relationship looks like, not based upon somebody else's um, opinion or society's opinion, nothing. You do you and you create what works in your relationship. And that was actually what saved me from being dead in 2000, 
14, when I got, when I became disabled, I, I had the lease that maybe I don't have to go to a doctor, you know, uh, uh, maybe I don't have to take medications. Maybe I don't have to do what all these people are telling me to do. It took a while for me to get that concept, but now for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm almost probably too quick for people. Meaning if something's not working, I'm willing to recreate it pretty quickly. Like I'm not going to keep on giving it more chances. It doesn't work. We've already seen it not work four times. Be done. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. Law of attraction. Law of attraction. Right. And so the journaling is a way to, in my opinion, is a self-reflection that allows you to sometimes when you get that brain going to start uh, really like things for me, things just start to flow out eventually. Even if I start like when I was a kid and I used to start with the anger, eventually the uh, it started to flow what the really root cause was. Right. So I want to go back to our 822 with Vietta. Um, she has this comment. She says, why do people struggle with the idea that we are God creator? Thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. So, right. And so, um, and I want to actually, and I do think this actually is not so off topic because that's what my husband was saying. Like, oh, you think you're God, right? 
Um, like I know it all. Well, I do access consciousness. I do access the subconscious mind. So um, I. Well, I, I think that we all. Right. And so. Right. Right. Yeah, we are. Right. We are consciousness. And I want to um, reference a book. And I was trying to look it up on my phone and I didn't find it, but it's called Living Judaism. And actually, I could find it on my Kindle. Um, but Living Judaism is a book I read, started to read. I didn't complete it. Um, it was in 2013 uh, when I was um, preparing to become a bat mitzvah, um, which I never did. I became Christian instead. And so, um, but this was a powerful, very powerful um, book. And let me see if I find it. But what I want to tell you about it is, um, I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to speak the best I can. What he did, he was very poetic, this rabbi. And he said, when God created the earth, he put his, his energy, his aura, his light into these vessels that, um, and he, and it, these vessels held his energy, his aura, his light as he created the earth. And on the seventh day, he said, the vessels burst because it couldn't hold all of him. And so these little shards of light, these glass vessels created the human soul, meaning we are all God's light, all of us. Yeah. And so I believe that, yeah, I absolutely, and, and we are all God's light and we all access consciousness at, and our consciousness at some point in time at different levels. Like sometimes you access consciousness better than me. Sometimes I do it better than you, but it's never a competition. It means that you get certain information that's downloaded, that contributes, and I get the other part. And it's okay. That's why community is so key to um, having strong partnerships and relationships. Acknowledging Dr. Steven that you bring something to the party that I don't, and I bring something to the party you don't. And that's what creates, in my opinion, a divine partnership, whether it's a, a friendship or a love relationship. So that answers that question. Now, on to uh, Zelda. So uh, Zelda says, Grand Rising Beautiful People, right on target this morning. Thanks for sharing such truths because we need to unlearn all the untruths we've digested into our DNA. Thanks for sharing these truths. And then, mm -hmm. do I? I don't know that I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Co-creating with, with God, co-creating with the universe, what it is that's important to you, and then being unstoppable 
uh, to uh, achieve and not let other people's opinions and thought forms influence your trajectory. Yeah, the same person, still Zelda, she's landmark, awesome. The whole world should experience it. It is definitely life-changing, just like, oh, thank you, just like this show. Thank you, Dolly. Um, Teddy June, she says, landmark works if a person takes it on. Yeah, right? Right? Life works if you take it on. But it's really an important thing to say. Life works if you choose to take it on. But if you sweep it under that carpet I was talking about earlier, right? I I had a picture of it. I think I deleted it from my phone because it was just too toxic. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to keep that stuff in my in my memory bank or in my phone bank, uh, you know, like that. So it's nine o'clock. We need to go to another quick commercial. But what do you want to share with people when we come back in a couple minutes? Where do you, what do you want to go through next? Yeah, let's do this. So if you have a relationship problem, right? That's great. And I, shame on me. I, uh, I forgot to run the phone number here. So. Totally agree. I think the likelihood of getting both people to call in might be a little tough. However, um, So this is what I'm going to put out there. First of all, we're going to go to commercial real quick. I encourage people to call in with their relationship problems. We want you, and do the best you can. We know no one's perfect. Um, do your best to share what you um, think is going on for you and what you think is going on for them. Not like a blame and shame, right? But like, like you know, and consider how they may be showing up for you to clear a trauma when you, when you share this. Okay. So be open-minded about how that person might be showing up for you to clear a trauma. Um, and uh, Chris says, super to see you both. Great to see you, Chris. And thank you everybody for being here. Vietta, Teddy, um, you know, uh, Zelda sister. Oh, my sister's from another mister. And we have a lot of people on blog talk already also as well. And um, I can't see the Podbean uh, screen right this moment, uh, but we have a few people here as well. So uh, thank you all for being here. And we are going to go to a quick commercial and, um, and then uh, we'll be back in uh, like that. All right.
Okay, so we are back with Dr. Stephen from Pro Touch Rehab, and we're talking about manifesting a, a divine relationship, uh, what that looks like, and um, you know, really, what we're saying is that it both people have to be one hundred and fifty percent in, or hundred percent in, right? And um, and that you have to be willing to be accountable and be willing to not sweep things under the rug. Am I getting this pretty accurately? And 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 shift the mindset about, you know, I'm being attacked versus I'm here to heal with this person. So I really want to keep that thought. So work through, I'm typing this in, work through the trauma. Okay, so work through the trauma and do not use it as an excuse for bad behavior, right? That's powerful. Let that sit, right? And what what do you consider bad behavior? igniting or triggering people on purpose, doing things you know they've already asked you to stop doing, right? I'm not talking about trash. Yeah, that's not... That to me is that's just a symptom. Like that's just someone looking to to get a ride. Mm -hmm. We both do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely. Mm -hmm. 
Well, for me, I mean, this morning when he was telling me that it was all in my head, what I realized is I needed to a take, well, take judgment out of my field, like judgment of others. I mean, not judgment, judge, judgment from others. So let me ask you a question. Do you want to live? I think the more important question is, is why did he have to, when I said what happened to me at one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning, why did he have to prove me wrong? Uh, disbelief. Why well, I, I feel anger, but I mean, I feel like, yeah. H however, Stephen, I'm just going to say this, just because we take it out of the field of someone, I still think, unless you have some special magic wand that I'm not aware of, they still have to, like, you can take it out of the field. And you can take it out of all timelines, all dimensions, and go back whatever number of generations. However, unless they want to change it, it's still going to pop up because they have to modify their behavior. Sure. All right. Yep. Nine. And a half. <laughs> or believed. Well, not nobody. He doesn't listen. Uh huh. I'm just irritated, annoyed, uh, and kind of like fed up. Eight. Six or seven. No, 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 no. Okay, everybody, listen to this. Just remember, because sometimes I forget. You can't change others. You can only change yourself. And then miraculously, when you change yourself, oh, no, they're different now.
Well, I yeah, I'm articulating that. Hold on. Um A miraculous listener. How, oh, how I want to feel. Joy, joyful. I'm usually around trees. Oh. Oh, I hear you. So being heard and received and honored and acknowledged. And people don't actually have to agree with me, but just start with acknowledging before you decide to share that how wrong I am. <laughs> Acknowledge that you heard it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Happy. I'm Jody. I'm happy. Being heard and received and acknowledged. Infinite love and gratitude, infinite love. So it's not there yet. Infinite love and gratitude. My name is Jody. I'm joyful, being heard, received, honored, and acknowledged. And I'm happy. Infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude, infinite love and gratitude. And I'm going to do the all clear protocol on the trigger around that. All clear protocol, all timelines, all dimensions, imprints, cellular. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got it on the screen. Um, accessing. Hold on. Well, I'm a sophomore in high school. Did this happen in high school? Yes or no? Yes. In in the school. I'm not hearing it. I know it happened when I was in, in high school and I'm seeing the classroom, but I can't see what actually happened. I want to say it's when I met my... I now know what it is. So I won't use the name because I'm still in relationship with this person. So we'll call him MS. Okay. 
And so he came to the door to ask me out to prom. I was a sophomore. He was a senior. And my parents wouldn't let me go. I can, I can receive what my heart desires living life on my terms. Yep. Uh, freedom. I am free. Experiencing living through my heart, being heart centered. I am free. Living in my heart. Yep, that's what they're saying. Okay, yeah, that's icky. That's low vibration. They don't. So they don't have to believe what I believe, but they can, and and I don't have to convince them either. Like you don't have to sit there and poke at it. Like that's hot virus. It's what land? Yeah. Oh. oh, I feel it. Yep.
zero. It's it's all neutral, zero. It's it's no trigger. It's his choice in the matter. Get run in America. <laughs> Yeah, my dad told me I wasn't allowed to go out on a date. Especially with a senior. I'm like, okay. So, uh, thank you. Thank you. We have comments. Should we? So we first, we have Chris Fetula. This is going back a little bit, so. Uh, she says, when one lashes out another in some way to make themselves feel better in the moment is bad behavior, in my humble opinion. I would agree. Right. And she says, judgments are control. Uh, judgments and control are closely tied together. We all have to be present to what the other person has to say and hear that and make sure that they know that they're heard. I get that. Well, and it, what it does, depending on the therapist, by mind you, um, it uh, ingrains the thought pattern of the blame and the shame. Yeah. Not, and, you know, and I actually had a good therapist. She's a psychologist and she got me thinking outside the box. So it depends on who your therapist is. Yeah. Um, Vieta has a question. She says, what advice would you give a young man who likes beautiful women, but they keep disappointing him and leaving after long, intimate relationships? Great question. Got a little chilly. 
put a sweater on. So. Well, and the other thing is, what if that person's saying one thing one time and saying another thing another time? I think consistency and communication and commitment is also really powerful because if you keep on changing your commitment from day in, day out, that's not a commitment. The commitment is to being wishy-washy versus whatever it is here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that when you, you know, you have, you have to decide, you know, are you in it for the long haul? We've talked about this, right? By the way, Chris says a uh, good job. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> so there you go. Um, but it, going back to Vieta's um, question and, you know, I, I find that you know, there's a, there's a young girl, uh, who, and I realize this is not her quote because I found it online, but she says, I agree. No, they don't. Well, it's, 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 it's so much more than that, in my opinion, someone who can't commit and isn't like, isn't, uh, doesn't have their commitment, their vision, their, their mission, the means that they can easily be swayed at any point in time to take on someone else's mission, which, so if you don't have your own mission, you're like, well, what flavor of eggs are you having today? It's whoever is next to you. That's what your new favorite is. Right. And so um, if you want to schedule with Dr. Stephen, right, that's how you do that. 847-372-8874 for ProTouch Rehab. Um, but there's something to be said about... Um, No, it's not.
Well, and I think that what stops people from taking action is going back to what we said earlier. They're so comfortable with their, they're comfortable with the devil they know, right? And so they'd rather stay there. So Chris says, we're currently watching her entire family heal around her finally. She's in her 60s. I'm not sure what that's about. Me neither. I, I don't know. That's a different person. The young man was from Vieta. This is Chris. Uh, it's really a magnificent thing to watch and participate in. Um, sounds like it's good. Um, not sure who you're watching her entire family heal around her. She's in her 60s. I'm going to see what that means. Yes, please. Yes. So um, so if you have questions, um, let me put in the other banner. Um, you can call into the show um, at 515-605-9325. And you can ask questions and... Or, you know, be the guinea pig like I was. <laughs> and there are, there, are, there are brownie points, you know, gluten-free brownie. Okay. All Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yell? <laughs> well, and you know, and I go back to that rug. I mean, so that that's his pattern. His pattern is he swipes things under the rug. Because he's never had, I shouldn't say never. I don't think. I do. He doesn't usually know. I agree. I agree. No, I agree. But don't you think people need to know how they feel? In other words, I can ask a question. But don't they need to know how they feel? I basically it was all in my head. Mm 
Totally. And I got where my trigger was like immediately. Like I got that I was triggered because it was something I needed to release. Oh, no, I did not think I process it. Oh, no, 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 no. I was getting ready to erase all that after the show because he had left. And we got up. Yeah, I do. Uh, we have a caller, 480-343, which we're going to bring on. Uh, but I will say that I do feel I have other things that I need to erase after the show which would be, you know, um, I will do my all clear protocol. Uh, it's not just from what happened in 15, it's what happened at age 30, right? I know, I know what these things are. They need to be cleared. Yes. Agreed. Well, I also want to check other generations. Where did I bring this in? And how many generations ago did this happen? Like, in other words, how did I bring it into my field in this lifetime? And where did, what, how many generations ago? I, I, I will check. I will double check. I don't want it in my field. So I'm going to double check it. So that's just for me. Let's bring on 480-343. And welcome to uh, Self-Cell Care, Manifestation of a Divine Partnership with Dr. Stephen Spencer, Reverend Jody Susan Calhoun. And what's your name and where you're calling from? Well, good morning, love. This is Chris. Good morning, Chris. How are you, Dolly? Oh, I'm fabulous. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Spencer. I am just calling in to explain what I was trying to say. So we had a lady, I'm not going to say who she is, in her 60s, horrible, tragic life story, okay? Um a lot of kids, there's like four or five children, they're all grown. And these relationships were not available for a variety of reasons. The biggest reason being was deep down inside, she felt unworthy. And so subsequently, they all picked up on that, you know, subconsciously, whatever, in their own way. And they treated her as such. Uh, you know, unseen, come in and wait on everybody and take care of everybody. So we just started working on it. And sometimes it's as simple as one person looking at another and going, honey, I see you. I love you. You are worthy. This stuff in your head that tells you you are not worthy never came from you. It came from all these other people. Once she got that and let that sink in, all her relationships with her children started to change in here. Like it was almost instantaneously. 
And such an amazing thing to watch after 60 years of this going on for that one little change to happen within her that says, oh, I am worthy. I, I am worthy of my children. I am worthy of these relationships. To watch everyone around her, all five of them in turn, come around and start talking and seeing her and going, hey, mom, it's good to see you. Are you okay? What do you have to say? It can happen in the blink of an eye when they finally get it. And so I agree wholeheartedly with Dr. Spencer in that if we want to see change in our lives, we've got to make the change within first. If I'm waking up angry and whatnot in the morning over who knows what that might be occurring, I'm going to stunt first and address that and ground it out because the last thing I want to feel is angry or unhappy or sad or any of those variety of emotions. Because when I walk out of there feeling that way, people are going to pick up on it and they're going to treat me that way, right? They're going to do things to make you angry, to make you sad. When we change within, things change without. We must give people something to elevate to. Well, physical and or emotional. But why do you feel, I mean, because it senses that I, I feel that you are saying that when someone's constantly berating you or like, I think that's just as abusive. I mean, like, we're saying, like, I think it's abusive for someone to say, well, it's all in your head. They don't ask a question. It, I think it's abusive. Right, and it is. But here's the difference, honey. When we claim our space, right, to me, this is a matter of claiming our space. What they're saying now doesn't trigger us. It doesn't matter anymore. Yes, we need to listen to what they're saying and do our best to understand the point that they're making, but it no longer becomes an attack and it no longer holds power over us. Oh, yeah, the trigger is gone. But I'm still saying right. that when Nothing somebody shows up in your life, you stand there with abuse and let them continually abuse you, that has to come to a stop. Exactly. 
Exactly, because people are it's okay. It's their journey. Absolutely. And we are back to control and judgment and how they're so very much tied to together. One will sneak up and pop in out of the other one. It's not our goal. Absolutely. Amen, brother. <laughs> I know that Yep. So the opportunity it, so, is to receive. When you figure it out, it, you know that's that saying, kiss it, keep it simple, stupid. It really is simple, stupid. When you sit down and think about it, oh, that's all I have to do. I just have to change how I feel. Oh. for them right what a great conversation good job and good job jody for being so brave to work through that with with dr spencer i'm right i commend you <laughs> i worked that through online thank you <laughs> so i wrote that Will in my post oh go ahead sorry go ahead you, oh, I was just going to say, you all have a magnificent rest of your day. Yeah, and thank you for calling in and, and sharing. You're welcome. It's just such a great, just such a great story to tell and to watch. I, it's hard to keep to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, so this uh, this woman I know from Marietta, she, she had shared this quote with me. I have it down on this piece of paper. She didn't know who the author was. It's a uh, Matt Kahn apparently, but yeah, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. So if they're not willing to play, if they're not willing to engage, 
They're not willing to look at themselves. If it's too painful for them at this point in time to look at themselves, what do you suggest, Dr. Stephen? can't they can't they haven't loved themselves first that's toxic day yeah Oh, all day. Okay, so I'm going to let you answer this question from Vieta uh, because uh, Fagla wants to come upstairs. And so she wants to know, I'm going to let you carry the show for a minute or two about the best response when someone wants, likes to blame you for their unmet expectations. I'll be Hmm.
What happened? Yeah, I think that in order to get people to where they need to be, you have to find something right about them so they have psychological safety to keep sharing. Well, they need to be heard, but if you're finding everything they say wrong, you're not going to get them to engage with you. Okay, so Fakela has something she Well, and I think that's really when I struggle with other people, when they're not really But I also think that like we can take things out of our field, but I still think that you still have to modify your behavior. Like I think that sometimes people think it's the easy button. Like you like I'm not triggered any, you know, at this point in time. I do know that there's more that has to come out of my field that I'll work on after the show that has to come out, no doubt. I I, I already see it. But the point is that if if people aren't willing to look at themselves or um, do all that work. I mean, it's kind of a, it's, yeah, it's a waste of time. Right. And send them love and light. Yeah. Send them love and light. 
Yeah. And, and that's really true. You can love people and dislike their programming. Right. Um, okay. So Fagla, what is it that you wanted to say that you were squawking and had to come up here? So we want to hear you come on up. Thank you. What is it that you wanted to say? Okay. What is it you want? Well, she's just agreeing with you. She says, um, she says, people aren't hearing other people. They, they want to be heard so badly. All they're doing is talking, talking, talking. She says, kind of like parrots. She says, when you get a group of birds together in a group, all the birds talk at the same time because that's how, how birds talk, right? They're talking over each other. She says, but you can't do that in a human relationship. One person has to pause and listen. And so she's saying, as long as people want to keep their mouth moving, they're never going to, you know, she says, you're never going to move the needle because everyone's dying to be heard. And what dies, she says, is the relationship. Anything else you want to say to that or not? No, she says, that's it. Wiser than me. You're so funny, mommy. Right? So like like the cold thought form that bird brains are not like, you know, she's smarter than I am. I'm going to tell you now. She has a higher level of consciousness than me. Okay. Right? I do. I know. Hey, I'm, I'm cool. Sometimes I do have a bird brain. I'm just going to tell you. So I had posted earlier, what's your way of practicing self-care? Please post in the thread. And uh, Chris said she uh, likes bathing. She says, I look within and address all those unhealthy things sitting there. And every day there's something when looking within to release and bring balance to. Yeah. And, you know, you could add to that's wonderful. And what you could add to that is, what are all the things that you're doing right that are making your, your life grow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there was a post done by a woman uh, the other day, yesterday, about how we're not always meant to heal. And I said to her, I said, that's, you know, I said,
Yeah, and that's what I mean. I didn't say it as eloquently as you. I just said it's a choice. You know, you can choose to heal or choose to suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. 90 seconds. So I just want to uh, thank everybody for participating. Thank you, Dr. Stephen, for joining the show again. We really value everyone. I know everyone just really uh, values um, your 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 wisdom, you know, your insight, and your ability to access uh, a higher consciousness. So thank you for that. Um, if anybody wants to. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. 60 uh, seconds. Get in touch with Dr. Steven. Um, I think I had, I don't know if I put it as a comment or put it in the comments. So let me go up there. Um, Thank you. That was just so much easier. <laughs> and I found it. <laughs> See, I just want to make sure your throat tracker wasn't blocked. That's all. <laughs> there you go. Ten seconds. All right. So um, we will end the show. Thank you so much. And um, next week we'll have Michelle Froge, the rock star coach. And uh, we will be doing intuitive readings. So uh, we look forward to having you all back and uh, God bless. All right. So um, I'm just, yeah. And we're just trying to end these episodes. Thank you for using blog talk radio. Goodbye.